guys, I'm Stephanie Wallace, and this is Independence Radio, a broadcast of Independence Care System. Independence Radio is a series of conversations with members of the ICS community about issues of health care and independent living for people with disabilities and older adults. My guest today is ICS Senior Vice President of Administration and Member Services, Harry Bonsu. I spoke with him about Medicaid, how it pays for your health care, and why it pays for you to stay on top of your Medicaid eligibility. We also spoke about ICS's new Medicaid management service. Enjoy this conversation. We're here today with Harry Bonsu, who is, what is your title? To I'm Harry? the Senior Vice President for Administration and Member Services. And yeah. that means what? That means what? That, that means I oversee the key uh, administrative functions for the health plan, including member services, um, provider relations, intake and enrollment, um, Medicaid eligibility services. Okay. So, that's a lot. That is a lot. That's, that's, that's seems like four different departments. <laughs> but you got to enjoy it. I love it. <laughs> How did you come to uh, work at ICS? So about 11 years ago, um, I met two amazing people, Rick Serpin and Regina Stella. I had coffee with them, and um, they talked about ICS, the mission, and uh, some of the work that they were doing. And it was so much in alignment with, you know, with what I wanted to do, what my goals were, and what was important to me. I just kind of fell in love right there, um, and I've been here ever since. So with the Medicaid eligibility services. Can you can you tell me the importance of the members maintaining their Medicaid? Yes. So Medicaid, when you think about Medicaid uh, administration, right, what we, what we do is it's um, helping members obtain and maintain uh, eligibility. And if you think about the health care, right, it, this, maintaining Medicaid allows them to receive the necessary health care services, not just with ICS, but in the community in which they live, right? So the very notion of being independent starts with being able to receive appropriate health care services when you need it. And without Medicaid, that, you know, you can't, you can't get those services. So it's critically important that members are able to maintain Medicaid uh, eligibility at all times so that they can get those appropriate services. And what, what can us as members to do to, to help that, to help maintain our Medicaid? Because sometimes, you know, you, you yeah. your situation changes, things go in and out. How, how do we help? So one of the top reasons why our Medicaid goes down or members lose eligibility is failure to recertify in a timely manner. So one of the key things that can, members can do is once they receive that notice, that it's time to recertify to get right on it, you know. And if, if members need help, to be able to seek it in a timely manner, so time doesn't elapse where it gets crunch time, and then you start to to scramble and and ultimately lose Medicaid because you didn't recertify in a timely manner. So, the best thing a member can do is to get right on it as soon as they get that recertification notice. Now, are there is there anyone? If a member needed help, is there anyone at ICS that could offer help? Or? Oh, yes. We we have um, a great Medicaid eligibility unit whose sole purpose is to help members 
um, maintain their Medicaid throughout the course of the year. They work with members with their annual recertification. And if their status changes, if anything changes regarding their eligibility, they're there to help support that to make sure that you know the Medicaid doesn't elapse or if there's anything that needs to be done, that they're proactive in helping members do those things. Okay. What, what type of um, relationship does your department have with members? I think that's one of the areas where we're uh, truly unique, right? Our department, um, we know our members. Like, for example, we know that member Y um, is homebound and has difficulty writing. So every year we know that we have to do a home visit to help them with the Medicaid. We know that member X has difficulty getting the bank statements every year. So we're proactive in getting those bank statements for them. So we intimately get to know our members and all the areas of challenge for our members so that we can customize our service to them. You know, so I think that's one of the areas that we're most proud of, that we have very good personal relationships with our members that helps our service to them. Okay. What about the caregivers? Did you, do you have a uh, relationship with the caregivers? Yeah, the caregivers are an important part. You know, I think... It, the collaboration with our the caregivers, collaboration with care managers, you know, it's it's sort of a partnership where we do talk to all of them so we can better serve the members. So we, we do touch base with the caregivers. They are a critical part of everything that we do. So uh, the caregivers as well as the care managers, it's really a collaborative effort from our team. Do you ever notice a difference between uh, members with disabilities and, and uh, the older members? Yeah, as far as the uh, the Medicaid process goes, the the, the biggest difference in, in our older members uh, versus our members with physical disabilities are the uh, family supports. There are there tend to be more family supports for our elderly members. You know, they usually will have an older child that's there to support them, or have family members that know they're elderly, so they'll, they'll reach out and try to be there for them. Um, it's less so for our members with physical disabilities because they tend to be a little younger, right. so they won't have you know an older uh, son or daughter that would right. be there. So that's the biggest difference. It's really around the family supports. Okay, is ICS, how, how is ICS uh, different from other, uh, other plans in the way that it uh, handles Medicaid all, all MLTCs or managed long-term care plans have the same goal of ensuring that Medicaid is active for all their members. That's the that's the one way that they can um, bill for services rendered, and that's the one way that they can ensure that our members are getting the services that they need. But the, the, the one difference, and I can't speak to all the things that they do, but the, the one thing that we do, um, you know, we've taken 20 years of experience working with Medicaid, We've had many successes and many challenges. And what we've done is to mitigate those challenges by changing that process, right? So things that we struggle with or things that our members struggle with, we've created processes to overcome those things. So now we use our technology, we use a lot of innovative things to make sure that it's efficient and that our members maintain a high level of Medicaid eligibility at all times. So I think the, the our approach to the business, our approach to maintaining eligibility is one of the differentiating factors between us and other 
plants. So, well, well how, do, how does ICS do it different? So um, there's, there's a couple of things that we do uh, differently. We, we know we, we certification dates, right? So there's three main factors, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, one, the timeliness. We know recertification dates. We start our process months in advance, right? So we know that sometimes it's difficult for our, our members. We start the process months in advance to make sure that our members have adequate time to gather documents. And we, are, we physically go out and help them get those documents when needed. Two, we, we change the manual process before you know, documents are collected and it's submitted to HRA and you hope that all the documents are there. And sometimes the documents are submitted, but then you know, things are lost and you know, there's a difficult way of tracking it. Now everything is done electronically. We have a way of submitting um, Medicaid, new Medicaid applications, mm-hmm. as well as recertifications electronically. We get a date stamp as soon as it's in. We get a confirmation that it's been received. So it's a lot more efficient. Then the, the third area is we manage the unknown. And what do, what do I mean by that? Sometimes Medicaid goes down. Right? Members don't know why. Um, we won't find out until they try to go to pharmacy uh, to get their prescription mm-hmm. drugs. But we have a process where we are able to check eligibility throughout the course of the month. So mm-hmm. as soon as the Medicaid goes down or there's a problem with the Medicaid, we know about it. Okay. So then we can be proactive and find a resolution sooner than later. right? So we don't have to wait months down the line to figure out your Medicaid is down. During that period of time, as an organization, you're not getting premium because the Medicaid is down for our member. And you're as a member, you're not able to get services in the community. But our process allows us to know it in real time. We can know within the week, you know, that a Medicaid is down and why it's down, and then be able to proactively get a resolution for it. So I think that's one of the things that were different. What are some of the changes you've seen in your department during your time at ICS? The, the biggest changes is really the use of technology. Mm-hmm. We, in the past, um, did everything manual. That's just the way the system worked. Um, but we realized that um, there's a smarter, more efficient way to do it. Right? Mm-hmm. And so we've been fortunate to attract some talent, some good talent within the organization, people that were forward thinkers, that had a technological mindset, that really changed all of our internal processes and use, you know, technology to do the work for us or to help us be more efficient. So the number one change that I think has been um, uh, a major factor for us since I've been here is the use of technology. technology. Yeah. All that paperwork. Less paperwork. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying, I'm, I'm remembering all the paperwork yeah. from the past, you know, like, Folders upon folders and stuff. People never getting to them. You know, yeah. I've worked in offices and I've worked for the city. So it's like. You know, know. we even have a process that allows members, if they were able to, to receive documents and sign it from home and send it right back to us. So. Receive it how? Electronically. (laughs) Okay. So now, do you find that. With 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 the population that you have, because you have a lot of older people, yeah. So that does it does doesn't yeah, really it, work too much for them, right? It's a challenge for a lot of our our okay. senior members, and you know. So we 
we look at the, the, the ability of each member, you know, mm-hmm. so things like texting and things like emails and, you know, uh, anything that they're capable of doing mm-hmm. that would allow them to um, reduce the manual process, mm-hmm. we, we promote, we push for that, we create a, an opportunity for that. But we also understand that many of our members just don't have that capacity to do so, and we are there to, to guide them along the way as well. Now, what is the new Medicaid Administration Service ICS is starting? So, and and this is this this is something I'm very excited about. Okay, okay? I, I talked about um, a little earlier, you know, twenty years of experience and um, and what we've done over those twenty years. So, what we're doing now with Medicaid Administration, um, in the same way that we help our current members. Um, maintain Medicaid by recertifying each year and and, uh, and new um, applicants is coming in, helping them with their new applications. We have bottled that, right? Where we're able to work with organizations by uh, uh, working with their roster. We'll know that their members are being recertified at certain dates. We can help organizations uh, recertify their all of their members in the same way that we recertify ours. So rather than organizations uh, building uh, a department or having a Medicaid department to, to do that work, we're able to do that for them. We can manage their roster. We can, we can know when Medicaid goes down. We know when the Medicaid is time to recertify. We reach out to the members in the same way that we reach out to our own members. So we are basically bottling our services to our own members to be able to offer that to to MLTCs, managed care organizations, or anyone that works with Medicaid and relies on Medicaid for services we're able to provide. How are they responding? Are they responding well? Are the other organizations responding well? It's a lot of excitement around this. Okay. You know, there's a lot of excitement around this. And um, organizations that have been struggling with it are, are talking to us right now about you know, us coming in. So we are very, very excited. And we think that uh, within the next year, uh, many organizations are going to jump on and, and allow us to provide those services for them. That's good. I think the, the beauty and one of the things that we promote, we have been successful in recertifying 90%, 97% uh, recertification rate. And that's been uh, consistent. Right. That's so ninety seven percent recertification rate. So if I'm an organization hearing those stats, I want that right. in, in my organization because what that means is it reduces the um the the loss rate for right. you um and it maintains a high level of um eligibility for members in the community. That's good. That's really good. I'm gonna look up to. <laughs> look forward to. It. I'm glad you're pleased, Stephanie. <laughs> no, no, no. Really, when you when you think about it, because one, looking at it as a member, yeah, having that extra help, yes, and having something to make that process. And first of all, you're upset because you're doing the same thing every year. Right. You're giving people the same. I'm still Stephanie Wallace. You know that yes. I was last year. And it and it becomes very annoying. And I'm a, I'm a procrastinator. I have been kicked off of Medicaid, you know, yep. before for procrastinating. I'm going to do it next week. I'm going to do it next week. Oh, it's three weeks away. I got time. Yeah. You know, and you know what we different. know. Stephanie's a procrastinator, so we got to get to Stephanie three months in advance. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, but 
to have it's like somebody holding your hand. Yeah, absolutely. And not because you're a baby, but because you need the the help. That's good. Yeah. And I really do think other organizations are going to really jump on it. I, I agree. I really do. You yeah. know what I mean? Me- Medicaid is 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 dry. Uh, yeah, it's, I was reading it's, this it's, and it's I was ins- like, insurance, right? And it's nothing exciting about it. Right, that. right, it's right. Insurance is no. It's, there's no excitement around. But you did a good job with making it sound exciting. <laughs> well, I I appreciate you taking the time. I think this is uh, it's going to be very helpful to us. We are launching this uh, as a new venture for us, mm-hmm. but we we do feel that is consistent with our mission because there's nothing more difficult than having a member call you. Medicaid is down. They're trying to get the prescription drug and, mm. they, can, and they can't. Mm-hmm. At least, you know, ICS services, we can continue and work with the member. But once they're in the community and the Medicaid is down, they're lost, right? right? And so if we can, right, yeah. if we can figure out a process in which we believe we have to, to mitigate that, to, to reduce how many times that occurs, I think is very consistent with our mission of helping members be independent. You know, so we're hoping we can spread the word and, and be able to offer this to many organizations out there. How do you guys reach out to the other organizations and offer this service? How do you, I mean, because you think in, you know, two different companies, you've yeah. you got different interests, but how do you? Yeah, we, we that, that's a good question. Um, most of the outreach is done through my peers, right? I have, you know, other uh, senior level individuals throughout the MLTCs, and we have these kind of conversations. I send them an email or I send them some information and ask them, have you thought about this? Or how are you doing in the Medicaid? And because from from the service perspective, we're not, we're not competing, mm-hmm. right? If I had uh, an organization that can help me improve my bottom line, I, I would take it. Right, I wouldn't look right. at them as you know someone that I'm competing you know, against. How- so I think we are helping their bottom line because mm-hmm. so many organizations lose millions of dollars each year on Medicaid because because members lose Medicaid and they can't build for it. You know, so we're trying to reduce that number. You know, it will never be zero, but we're trying to reduce right. that number dramatically so that organizations can improve their bottom line. So we're going to figure this out, and you know, with your help, Stephanie. Gonna get all these new clients for us. That was Harry Bonsu, Senior Vice President of ICS's Administration and Member Services. For more information about how your company can benefit from ICS's Medicaid Management Services, you can call Harry at 212-584-2508. You have been listening to Independence Radio, a broadcast of Independence Care System a community-based nonprofit agency serving the Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan, and Queens, and dedicated to supporting older adults and adults with physical disabilities and chronic conditions to live at home and participate fully in community life. To learn more, visit www.icsny.org. Thanks for listening. I'm Stephanie Wallace, founder of The Laid Network. You can learn more about what we do at facebook.com, Love and Intimacy for the Disabled. Bye-bye.